Hey everybody, welcome. I am Stephanie Burrows. I am your host at Beyond the Front Door. And tonight we are going to discuss buying your first home. So if you are in the market and you decided that you are ready to stop renting, what a great decision. And I'm very happy to have you here. If you are still trying to figure out if you are ready to buy your first home, then welcome as well. Buying your first home can be exciting and it can be overwhelming all at the same time. This is why I have a variety of tools and a bunch of resources to help you get through this experience. Home has never been more important than it is right now. If you're renting a home, you are paying a mortgage payment. Unfortunately, it's just somebody else's mortgage payment. And what you're doing is you're building their equity and their wealth. Are you ready to move on to owning your own home? There are some steps that we need to take in order to get you there. And the first would be to understand the cost of home ownership. When you're a renter, you're only responsible to pay rent and maybe a few utilities. But as a homeowner, you're going to be responsible for more than just the rent and a few utilities. You'll also have things like a water bill, a sewer bill garbage bill, monthly homeowners association, could be annual, monthly um, lawn care. You are going to be responsible for taking care of your own lawn in many situations. That also involves some cost if there are some issues. Property taxes are big. That's a huge one. And homeowners insurance. You'll also have to be prepared down the line for the cost of maintenance. Now, some people say that you should be able to save some money and put that aside and be ready for maintenance issues as they come up, but we'll talk about that a little bit further down the road, okay? So once you've understood the, the potential costs to owning a home, the first thing we need to do is get you pre-approved, okay? You want to be pre-approved so that you, number one, know how much you can afford to spend. If you don't know what your price point is and we start looking at homes, number one, that's a problem for me because as a licensed realtor, I am not supposed to bring people into somebody's home that are not pre-approved. They're not qualified. So what we do is we don't look at homes until we get your pre-approval in place. All right. This is going to one, keep you from being disappointed because what if the home you truly fall in love with is not something that you can afford once we put pen to paper and work with a um, lender, okay? The other thing is, is that there are so many things out there that can help you with down payment, closing cost assistance. Once we start talking to a lender, we're going to know exactly what you're going to need and where you're going to need to be and how all of this fits together into a payment. Now, I know a lot of people uh, believe that you have to put 20% down. While it's great for those that can, you do not have to put 20% down. There are a variety of loan programs. Um, and I did already mention that there are just a ton of down payment assistance programs out there to help you. And only by you sitting down and working with a reputable lender, are you going to know if and what you qualify for? Because believe it or not, you have to qualify for those programs as well. 
There's also been some changes as far as what gifts can be given, like say from your parents or, or whatever, um, you get a gift. There's also some instances where one person, one party may be the one that has the credit and they're going to be the one that signs for the mortgage. But the other person in the relationship has the income. There are so many things that have changed. Um, and with COVID-19, there are even more things that have changed. So we would have to make an appointment, talk to a lender, let them gather the documents, let them put it through, do some desktop underwriting, and make sure that you're going to go from wanting to buy a house to finding your home, writing an offer, getting it accepted, getting to the closing table and closing. Some people that I have heard of, I don't have this problem because I work with reputable lenders, but they've gotten, you know, they've gotten the answers they wanted. They've gotten a lender that they have picked to give them answers and let them hear what they wanted to hear. And they can't get to the closing table. Talk about letdown. Talk about disappointing. Talk about some, maybe some legal issues, right? So I have lenders. I have attorneys, both of which you are going to need as we start this process. Okay. Another thing that happens is when you do get pre-approved, you are going to be able to act fast on a home that you find that you want to make an offer on. Okay. Some agents will take people out and they will have them find a home and then they'll get pre-approved. Then they'll submit their offer and they do it like rush, 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 rush. You're going to be missing out on some things. Um, by having that pre-approval, we become a strong buyer. Our offer is strong because you've gone through some underwriting. You know exactly what you're doing to move forward. And when that contract comes into your lender, they are not shocked, surprised, hurried, um, credit issues. Oh my gosh, if you have credit issues come up and they cannot issue that pre-approval in order to send in your offer, you lose. You lose a couple of ways. One, you're not going to be able to move forward on the offer. They're going to take somebody that has a complete package and they're going to move forward with that buyer. Two, let's say something pops up on your credit that you don't even know exists out there, right? Well, by working on it, Prior to us finding homes, you're going to be able to work those issues out, talk to the lender, see how that affects your score. And maybe the lender is going to say, hey, you can't buy today, but you can buy 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. We're going to put you on a program. I'm going to work with you. Whatever it takes to get that resolved, because if your credit score is too low, they can't help you. If your credit score is lower because of a credit issue, you are going to not qualify for as much money. That's going to take you out of, possibly out of where you wanted to live, right? So the lower your score, the lower the amount of money that you can be approved for, the lower the payment, the less amount of house that you can buy. So pre-approval is important, important, important. And that's why it is the first step after we meet, okay? Um, another thing, when you get a letter from a lender and say, you know, you're thinking in your mind, 
I would like to stay 250 to 275. Lender comes back and says, well, hey, you're approved. 300, 325, 350. And you're like, oh my gosh, here we go. Do not spend your entire budget. Do not buy a bigger home for the sake of buying a bigger home. Unless there's a reason. Unless your family is going to grow. Unless somebody's moving in with you. Um, buy what you can comfortably afford and comfortably save to take care of any emergency that comes up. Don't be house poor. If you are house poor, you are going to regret this purchase as soon as you move in. That is not a good way to go through life. That is not a good way to come through one of the most exciting experiences in your life. Your home is quite possibly the biggest investment you're going to make. So let's do this the smart way. Okay. So rethink your budget. Make sure you have extra money. Make sure you're not stuck at home. You're going to want to go out and eat. You're going to want to go out with friends. You're going to want to invite family over. If you can't afford all those amazing, amazing parts of life, you are going to number, going to go back to resenting this purchase, right? All right. So once we get through all this and we get down to finding the perfect home, there are so many things that happen. And it's going to go fast and it's going to seem overwhelming. And that's what I am here for. Um, you're going to need an attorney. You are going to need a home inspector. Yes, home inspection. I totally, totally recommend that. I will make you sign a paper if you are not going to do one because you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't see. And home inspectors are not there to kill your deal. They are there to make you aware of certain things. Um, I have not ever come across something that my clients couldn't fix, couldn't have fixed, couldn't ask for a credit, couldn't ask for the sellers to um, contribute to or to fix. Stuff is always fixable in a home, but we have to know what we're dealing with, right? So on top of a home inspection, you're buying a home, I would recommend that you spend the money and do a radon test. I would um, recommend that you are there for the home inspection. You are going to pick your home inspector. You are going to follow that home inspector through. You're going to ask questions. You're going to ask questions again. You're going to ask the same question until you understand exactly what they're talking about. Um, they are going to look for things that make sure that the home inspector you pick when you're having the conversation with them says, yes, I go in the attic. Yes, I go in the basement. Yes, I go in crawl spaces. Yes, I give you a full report. Yes, I have pictures. Yes, I will give you the safety issues. In our contract, home inspections are to find issues that are safety or habitability. Safety and habitability. Just because a home has a hot water heater that's at the end of its useful life, if it's still working, it's still working. That's how it's going to be written up. Um, we will go through home inspections more in depth as we meet and we discuss different things. You will also be talking to an insurance producer. Who do you know? Who does your family use? Who do your friends use? Do you need a recommendation? I have some great ones. Um, that insurance producer is going to help you figure out if the home that you have just found is in a flood zone. It may or may not be disclosed. They may or may not have checked it out. But you, as the future owner of that home, need to know. Is this home in a floodplain? Has the floodplain changed? 
Um, we've got a lot of houses right now. And I mean, a lot of homes and houses that uh, with the eight inches of rain that we just received, oh my gosh, we have sump pumps failing. We have basements leaking. We need to know that we're not going to find all of those things when we do a home inspection, right? We are not going to see everything in that home based on a home inspection. That's a couple hours, okay? The rains we've had this past weekend, um, huge amount of water. And it's going to bring up some things that we may or may not have seen in a home inspection. That doesn't mean that the home inspector was wrong. It doesn't mean that your home inspection wasn't done correctly. It just means that you are buying a house that was put in the ground and there are going to be issues. May not be today, may not be next year, but things are going to happen. Be prepared for those things. But know if you're in a floodplain. Know if you know that when you purchase your insurance, you have to have flood insurance. Okay. Nobody covers those things. And we will talk about that again as we get going. Okay. One of the other things that I talk to my prospective buyers, my clients about is find a place that you want to live, find a neighborhood, find a neighborhood that, that you think you'll enjoy living in. That's beautiful. That has trees, no trees, whatever it is you want, right? Uh, do you want sidewalks? If you want, absolutely want sidewalks, then don't buy a home because of X, Y, Z in a neighborhood where there are no sidewalks. Do you want a fence? Make sure that you can have a fence there. Um, we have to make sure that we are checking all of the boxes or the majority of the boxes for the home that you find and you're going to call home for several years, right? Um, drive through the neighborhoods. Drive through where you think you want to live. Make sure you understand where that home or that neighborhood sits in comparison to schools, to restaurants, to um, stores, for shopping, groceries. Um, make sure you know where the interstates are. How long is my commute to work? How long is my commute from work? Drive through those neighborhoods at different times, different days of the week, during the day, at night, go on the weekends, see what's going on in those neighborhoods. Are you gonna see everything? No. Are you going to get a good feel for what that neighborhood is about? I think so. And I think it's worth the time that you spend. And I would do it while you're getting your pre-approval in place if you already have if you haven't already done that. Okay. You need to know where you're going to live. You need to like where you're going to live. You need to, um, as a homeowner, check, check Google. Go out there and there are some sites, and I will give these to you when we meet. And you need to check crime. You need to check school stats. Um, you need to check different things that I cannot tell you where to buy and where not to buy. I cannot send you to a neighborhood versus a different neighborhood. You have to do that yourselves. Um, we'll work through it together. We'll discuss it. We'll talk about it. But schools and crime and demographics are some things that I am just not allowed to discuss uh, based on license law. Okay, so say we found the house. Now we're going to get ready. We've gone through the inspection. We've gone through attorney review. There is just so many things that are going to happen so fast. Okay, and that's what I'm here for. So if you are thinking that you are tired of renting, rents are continuing to go up and that's all they're going to do. It's always a great market if you own a home and you are renting because um, there's always going to be a renter. But as a buyer, Buy your own home, build your own equity, build your own wealth. 
Okay. Make sure that you stay within the boundaries we discussed. Make sure that you are not house poor with the home that you pick. Make sure that the things that you look at that you can live with, you know that you can either fix, repair, replace, whatever. But remember that this is your going to be your new home. You are going to treat this like a business from day one until the time that you are at the closing table and you are handed the keys. I want you to enjoy your experience. I want you to love your home for many, many years to come. If you are somebody that has always bought their first, that has already bought their first home, we'll talk about that as well because there are so many great and exciting things as you become a homeowner and you learn to adapt and fix and repair and do things on your own, um, that when you go to buy your second, third, fourth home, whatever it is, downsize, um, you begin to enjoy the process a whole lot more. You're more educated. You're more, more at ease. Um, and that is just a great, great thing. So I hope I've answered some questions. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. I am always here to help you with all of your real estate needs, your questions, um, direction, help with finding contractors, you name it. Again, I am Stephanie Burroughs and I am at Century 21 New Hampshire. Please feel free to reach out. Thank you.